Welcome to today's episode of Raising Luminaries. Today we're talking about the power of teaching through story. Now, you might not think this is relevant to raising leaders, but it's incredibly critical in the process of imparting the wisdom that we want our kids to glean and take into their own lives as they step into leadership. And there's no better way to do it, including by what science tells us, than through story. So if you feel like you're banging your head against the wall sometimes, trying to get your kids to understand values or understand the things that you want them to embody and take on, let's talk about why you might want to shift gears a little bit and lean on story. Let's raise them up right. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, this short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. More often than not, I feel like when I sit down to talk to my six, four, and two-year-old, when I try to get them to fully grasp a concept... Sometimes they look at me like I am speaking another language. It can be a simple concept, why it's a good idea for them to clear their dishes from the table and bring them over to the sink to help mom and dad, or maybe it's something as simple as why maybe they shouldn't use a toy as a weapon to bludgeon their baby sister, but yet they can't seem to fully grasp it. And when we think about wanting to help our kids raise up into leadership, how are we ever going to get them to fully hear us? How are we going to get them to start to take on some of the values and the wisdom and the understanding that we really want to gift them? Now, you might be thinking of, you know, your kids that are around my kids' ages, but this is incredibly helpful for those of you that are parenting teenagers or older kids who might possibly hear us even less once they get to a stage of life where they have a life of their own and their own opinions formulated. Teaching through story is a, a powerful tool no matter what age person you are talking to. So that is our focus for today. Yes, you have wisdom. Yes, you have gifts to give them. Yes, you have values that you want to impart. Let's do it through story. Story can reach us and actually reach parts of our brain in ways that facts and figures just cannot. Storytelling is one of the most powerful means that leaders have to influence and inspire and teach their people. And you, as a parent, as a parent who cares deeply about raising a luminary, you are a leader. So what tools you have in your belt are incredibly important when you go forth taking on this really daunting challenge. I know for my oldest son, Jack, he is in this phase where he'll say, I don't want to learn. I don't want to do school or I don't want to 
do reading. Like, he'll have specific things that he'll fight me on. I mean, the list is a bajillion miles long. And anytime I just try to come at him with, no, you're going to do it. Here's what it is. I want you to look at these things. Listen to what I'm saying. Why aren't you listening to me? It creates more of a divide and more of a frustration both in him and in me. When I have the foresight and the critical thinking skills to see the situation for what it is, and I tap into that tool belt and I pull story out to help really get that message into his mind and into his heart in a way that he can relate to it and see himself in the story, it changes everything. The mood shifts, his energy shifts, and he starts learning or doing the things that I really want for him or understanding the things that I'm trying to get across to him without a fight, without a battle. And it sticks. There are even things that he will repeat back to me even months later because he remembers it through story. Yet the things that we tried to teach him or tell him over and over and over again, things that I think I've said so many times that, you know, when you say a word so many times, you start to question if if it's even the right word, like those kind of things where you say them on repeat all day, every day, yet why months, years later, have I said it 1000 times yet it hasn't stuck? Well, I haven't given it a reason to stick. And story really richens the experience of learning overall. And when you are talking about something like leadership, this is a learned thing. We're not born a leader. We're not, you know, some of us are born with different gifts that give us a bent toward leadership or give us an advantage in stepping into leadership more boldly. But it's it's not just innate. It's something that you have to learn and develop and story helps us learn. So when I was sitting down with Jack at the start of this school year, end of the summer, and I was discussing with him what things that he wanted to learn going into his curriculum this year, because the cool thing about homeschooling is you can really craft it to the child. It doesn't have to be just the traditional, you know, math, reading, language arts, that kind of stuff. Although we incorporate those things, he has a really big say in what he actually is going to learn. So some of the things we came up with together, which the list was like 30, about 30 things long, but I'll give you an idea of some of them. He is interested in leadership because he has an understanding, because his mother is me, of what leadership is and what it means and what it means to be a leader even as a kid and how he can influence his environment. So he wants to learn about leadership. He wants to learn about how to be brave. He looks at his dad and he thinks his dad is so brave, sometimes too brave with some of the things that he tries. And Jack wants to learn to embody that too. He's really curious about nutrition because when he was younger, he had eczema and we had to work really hard through nutrition to help heal him of that. But he he's now really curious, okay, how did how did I heal? Like, what was it in what I was consuming and fueling myself with that made my body change, that made me feel better? So he's curious about that. And managing money. This kid is an entrepreneur at heart. I, we, this is a whole different topic for another day and it's too cute, but he really wanted to learn how to run his own business like mom and dad. So we started to think about ways that we could incorporate him into that process. And one of the ways this summer as we were decluttering, we're like, okay, Jack, we'll let you sell some of these items on the internet. And as long as you do the work and you have a lot of the interactions and you set the pricing and you collect the money, then you can keep the money and you can save that money and, you know, work towards whatever things you want to get. So when we did that, he was just, everything was five bucks. So he sold a bunch of things for five bucks, including some fresh organic eggs from our um, chickens. And then he comes into my office one day and he's like, how much do you think I could get for that laptop? 
pointing at my computer. You think I could get five bucks? So he really wanted to learn how to manage his money because he had just taken this money in and we had conversations with him about you could go spend this money, but there are ways you could save this money so that you could put it towards something else or to serve other people. And there are a lot of different approaches to what you do with your money. So he wants to learn more about managing money and more about business. So looking at all these topics and knowing that my six-year-old has an attention span like his mother, which means almost none, I've been really thinking about the different ways that I want to weave story into the process of teaching Jack on these subjects. I could talk to him about nutrition. I could teach him the garbage that we learned in school about eat X amount of this or you know, this is what a calorie does and this is how many calories this is or this is what fat does in the body or these foods are good, or these foods are bad. Yeah, you can give some bones of that. But using his example of how we purged eczema from his system instead of just slapping a Band-Aid on it and teaching him the power of understanding your body and getting to the root cause and how the food that we consume ultimately affects how our bodies operate, how our brains work, how we feel, how we think, just so many different things. He will probably hold on to that information a lot more as I incorporate those facts I just talked about into, woven into, the story of what he went through. So this is how we're starting to engage him in learning, because he is someone that is just, I think he's going to be an unconventional learner. That's how I was. The things that might keep one kid's attention might not keep another kid's attention. So I'm really passionate about connecting him to a passion for learning more than a specific subject or a set of facts. So through story, I can weave in those important facts, but I can do it in a way where he enters the story, right? He's relating to the characters and the plot line and emotionally connecting to the content so he can remember it and even repeat it back. That's a key piece of leadership. When you think about the kids of all ages, adults too, this is not exclusive. It's so funny. Every time we talk about something on Raising Luminaries, it applies to all of us as well. So anytime you absorb content, do you know those people who are just like the knowledge collectors? They just go out there, they read all the things, they collect all the things, but they sit on this pile of knowledge and they don't do anything with it. It's the ones that can take it and digest it and remember it and repeat it back in their own way that start to step into leadership because they start to lead people through their own teachings and through their own stories. So my challenge to you as you go into this week, think about five things that you've been beating your kids, metaphorically, over the head with as far as things you've been verbally saying to them, things you've been trying to teach them, whether it be multiplication or whether it be Not putting their shoes, you know, in the middle of the room when they get home from school or washing their hands before they eat or whatever it might be, the things that you've been trying to tell them, how instead can you weave it into a story? There's a reason that Jesus taught through parables, and I would have to say no matter what your faith may or may not be, the guy moved mountains as far as leading the masses, and that's something that we want to be able to do with our own children. It's why when Jack and his sisters are fighting or when the girls are going at it or whatever it might be, instead of my just coming at them with fighting words back of all the things they're doing wrong and how they're going into timeout and I'm taking this away, although sometimes that's where my reactionary nature tries to take me, 
at the end of the day, when I'm sitting with my kids and I'm engaging with them, I can tell them the story about the time when I was younger and I was fighting with my brother and then what my mom taught me. And all of a sudden, they're connecting the dots. They're seeing themselves even in the story, even though the story is not about them. And they're gleaning the wisdom. How true is it that when someone else tries to force a thought on us, we resist it? But when we can come to a conclusion on our own, we embrace it fully and we run with it. I always think that's a man thing too. It's like, I'll tell Michael something 20 times and then he'll come to me and be like, oh, did you try this? It's amazing. I'm like, oh my God, for like three years, I've been telling you about that thing, but he had to discover it on his own to really embrace it. It's the same thing. And even, you know, my son, he's quick-witted. He called me out and he'll be like, hmm, mom, that story sounds an awful lot like what me and my sisters were doing this morning. I know what you're trying to do here. And then he'll say, but I kind of like it. (laughs) So story is a powerful tool. Don't underestimate the power of it. When you're raising these luminaries, you want to find ways to connect with them. And this is such a beautiful way to connect. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. We pick a luminary each week from our social posts. So if you want to be entered into our Luminary of the Week drawing, then comment, save, and share the Instagram post from this episode. We want to lead and spoil you. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.